Hello, everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm a self-love and empowerment coach, and I created this podcast to create joy in your life because I know what it's like to have low self-esteem, to be overthinking things, and to be putting myself in situations where I felt powerless to other people. I'm a highly emotional, empathetic person, and I am committed to guiding you through the ways to love yourself, to love the world around you, and how to lead yourself so you can guide yourself towards feeling better, feeling powerful, feeling confident, feeling alive, feeling like you got your shit together, right? That's something I hear a lot from people. They're like, I started listening to your podcast because I just needed to get my shit together. (laughs) And so today we are going to be talking about journaling. Journaling is such a powerful practice and You know, you might be thinking of like a teenage girl sitting on her bed, writing in her diary or something, but I got to be real honest with you guys. Journaling has been an anchor for me in managing my emotions and regulating my emotions and understanding my emotions and for providing, providing me overall emotional well-being. And so I'm going to be talking about different ways um, journaling supports us and also how to easily get started with journaling, right? Because that's the big thing is I uh, so many different people that I've worked with or friends and things is saying, you know, I don't know what to write. I open my journal and I just stare at a blank page. And so the very first thing I want to address, I call it a judgment-free mind dump, okay? A judgment-free mind dump. This journal is not for anyone else to read. That was actually one of my biggest fears is that someone would find it and read it, (laughs) you know? So like keep it somewhere safe. This gets to be with you. And a part of developing self-love is creating intimacy with ourself, right? If we're used to dismissing our own emotions or feeling guilty when we do have them by thinking like, I shouldn't be feeling this. Or if someone else is trying to tell you that you need to be a certain way and you're, you just feel like a lot of things are outside of your control. Um, journaling is an incredible way to increase our personal power, but first and foremost, it's a way to de-stress. And so if you've ever struggled with overthinking, I, I'm a Virgo and I can overthink things to death. (laughs) literally I can have an idea that comes up and I will overthink it. And this is what used to really, um, I used to really struggle with this before I started a business. I would always start things and then never follow through, start things and never follow through because I would get excited about the new thing that I wanted to do. And so I was letting this passion drive me, but I didn't have any like self-discipline or devotion to what I was doing to actually follow through. And it, it really started messing with my confidence. And so a way to, you know, manage overthinking is to allow yourself to dump out the thoughts onto a paper. And so the very first thing that I recommend is um, timers. And so in the mornings is my favorite time to journal. It's right when I'm waking up. I'm very strict about not using my phone in the morning. Because the way that I view it is, you know, my mornings, I've decided that my mornings are sacred time with myself because it's the most sensitive time of the day. Our subconscious mind is the most susceptible. It's like a giant sponge. And so if you find yourself waking up in the morning and the first thing you do is grab your phone and start scrolling, start checking emails, start checking text messages, I can, I can guess and probably bet that you feel stressed out throughout your day. 
you feel overwhelmed, you feel unorganized, you feel all over the place, maybe your mind is, it's hard to focus on yourself because you're thinking about other people. And that's because you aren't spending time with yourself. You know, maybe you've had a journaling practice in the past and you've gotten off of it. Maybe you've never journaled before. You know, I asked a, a, a beautiful lady today, I asked her, I said, hey, do you journal? You know, she was sharing some of the things that she'd been struggling with. And she's like, no, I was a horrible writer in school. And I thought it was such a beautiful example of reasons why we don't do something is if someone in elementary school, junior high, high school, college told us we weren't very good at writing, then our mind shuts off to not do that anymore to avoid feeling inadequate, to avoid feeling like a newbie. And so remember, this is not for a grade. This is for your emotional well-being. This is for your mental health. And this is actually crucial to your mental health. I'll even go that far and say it's crucial. I, I don't think that I'd be able to, I don't think I'd be able to um, maintain a business, show up to a podcast every day, have healthy relationships if I didn't have journaling. I always have at least one journal that's with me. And once I fill it up, I'm excited to get a new one and I let the other one stack up. Um, because what I do is I wake up in the morning and if you've never journaled, you could start with like a three minute timer, a five minute timer. There's actually specific studies that show that 15 minutes a day, three to five times a week. So say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you wake up and journal for 15 minutes. It actually improves your overall immune system. It improves your liver and lung function. And it is a form of mindfulness because we can't write as quickly as we think. And so the thoughts that we have go through this additional filter before we put it on a page. And so what I wanna encourage you to do is view it as a judgment-free mind dump. Literally just writing anything that comes to your mind, allowing it to come out. If you wake up with any stresses or any anxiety or any feelings of depression, writing it out and investigating those thoughts with yourself. Even if it, you know, imagining speaking it out loud. You know, a lot of the times my journal is like, you know, it says, for instance, this morning, I'm looking at it. It's like Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. Good morning, world. I can hear my mom in the other room. You know, like it's literally a train of thought. Whatever is going on in my mind, I dump it and put it on paper, okay? And this is one of the most powerful ways to be able to reflect back of what your emotional stability and mental health has been like. Um, so I'm gonna share with you guys a personal story. It was a year and a half ago and I was journaling every single day. It was something that I did, I have been journaling probably every day for a couple years now because it does not feel like something I have to do. It's something I look forward to doing because it centers me, it calms me, it grounds me, um, and it connects me to myself of like how I'm actually doing, like what's my internal world like. And I was dating this guy and I was going through like a breakup with him. And it was, it was one of those situations that was a situationship. Okay. So this is two years ago. And it was a guy that I had such a deep emotional connection to. I had a sexual connection with him that was just beautiful and electric, but this dude didn't want to commit. This dude always had weird excuses and was kind of like wishy-washy. And then like towards the end of it, I was starting to get so frustrated that I was like, look, you're either with me or you're not. Like, are you with me? Am I with you? Like, I needed to know because he was like, no, I, I mean, I, I can't be the man you want me to be. And I'm like, can't and won't are very, 
very different. And it was so difficult because he continued to call me. He continued to reach out. He continued to send me like little things. And I had to have those difficult conversations. But before I was able to fully cut it off and say like, it hurts me when you reach out knowing that you don't actually want to pursue a relationship with me. You know, I'm like after four or five months, you should know, you know, and I could tell that he was kind of jerking me around. But a way that I was able to build up the power and the self-confidence to end it, right, without that fear of being alone, without that fear of, of, you know, insecurity of being like, well, wait, did I mess this up? How did, how could have I done things differently, right, is reflecting on my journal. I started looking at my journal and I had been complaining about the same shit for 30 days, And so it gave me almost data to review and check in with myself, right? Because we can think about yesterday, we could think about the day before, but it's hard to think about it like objectively, so to speak. It's hard to think about it without all of the emotions of how we're feeling in the present moment. And so having a journal gives you a record of, of how you are doing. And so it was so powerful for me because I was looking through the pages and I was like, holy shit, this is a broken record. This isn't something new. This is something that has been going on that I've been feeling um, unsettled about and upset about for over 30 days. And so it became that empowering moment to decide, I don't want to fill up another journal entry in my notebook about how frustrated I am, about how worried I am, about how I'm not feeling seen, not feeling heard, and and like low-key feeling used, you know? And, And so that was what helped me end that unhealthy relationship, which is opened me up for other relationships, right? It was so painful, but I felt powerful because I felt like, oh, well, this is the data. This is the record. It's been over 30 days. And I could just feel it in my body. I was like, if I don't make a change and if I don't end this, There's going to be another 30 days in here written of me feeling emotionally unstable, of me feeling a lack of confidence. And so I just wanted to share that little personal story as a thing that I didn't realize journaling would ever do for me, but it did because it gave me a history to reflect back on and be able to check in on how I was doing internally. If I didn't have a journal practice, I wouldn't be able to reflect and see how much pain it was causing me and for how long it had been causing me that pain. Because if you're an overthinker, it's really easy to think over the bad times to reflect on to the good times and hoping that that will be recreated. But if you guys have ever had relationships where it just feels like it was so good at the beginning and now it's so shit, (laughs) you know, there's, uh, there comes a point where you get to stand up for yourself and you get to treat yourself like a best friend and know in your heart that you are so loved and you are so lovable and that people come into our life. I love, I love this. It's people come into our life for a reason a season or a lifetime. And the times that we have the most pain caused in our life is when we're trying to put people in different categories, you know? And so me coming to terms with that one relationship was a season in my life. There was a lot of things that that relationship helped me and helped me heal and supported, but it, it, it expired, right? And so there's certain relationships in our life, especially when dating, that there comes an expiration point. But if we aren't keeping a log of our journals and we aren't allowing ourselves to have a free space to express ourselves with ourselves, we can sometimes allow 
the expiration of our relationships to extend and extend and extend and extend. And all that's doing is causing us emotional pain. So I wanted to share that story with you about something that journaling has really supported me in a practical way. Um, you know, and other things with journaling, I'm going to be, and also too, I'm going to put in the show notes, this incredible article, um, about 83 benefits of journaling. And a lot of that, I started just researching because I know my personal things that have supported me, you know, some of my fears around journaling was I didn't want people to read it. I felt like it was silly. I kind of felt stupid. I didn't know if I was doing it right. And this was a big part of overcoming perfectionism for me is removing this idea that there's a wrong way or a right way. Okay. When there's things in our, like, especially with journaling, I I just want you to hear this. Please really hear this. You cannot do it wrong. Even if you write on there like, good morning, my stomach hurts. I think I need to go poop. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You are allowing yourself to express yourself with yourself. Okay. And so the more and more you get into the practice of mind dumping and allowing your thoughts to freely flow onto the paper, the more connected you will become to your emotions, to what you are feeling, to what you are experiencing. And this is one of the turning points in learning how to lead yourself. Because it's hard to lead ourselves if we don't actually know what's going on in our internal world. We can think we know, but until we put pen to paper, it's kind of hard to tell. You know, because sometimes things will just start coming out. Even if you just start writing and repeat the exact same thing over and over and over again, eventually, eventually, different thoughts will start to come through. Maybe you're feeling upset about something. Maybe you're feeling anxious about something. Write it out. Question within. Why am I feeling like this? Where is this coming from? Like, this doesn't sit well. Like, how do I want to feel instead? You know, and we start to shift that mental train of thought slowing it down and putting it in another direction. But sometimes it doesn't have to be you guiding yourself towards something better. It can be simply a release, like a catharsis of dumping it all out on paper. So there's actually five scientific things that um, journaling helps benefit. Okay. So the number one thing, it reduces stress. So this study showed journaling for 15 minutes a day, three to five times a week for four months straight. So when we have a journaling practice, just doing it 15 minutes a day, three to five times a week will completely reduce your stress. The study showed that it lowered blood pressure and it improved liver function. Isn't that cool? You know, I don't really talk about like sciencey stuff on here because I'm not really a sciencey person. I'm very much like the empathetic, feely, touchy, like I want to talk about what it feels like, you know, but these are really important um, things that I I was kind of shocked by. So I wanted to share with you. So the number two thing that journaling does for our health, it improves our immune system. Okay. Journaling actually strengthens your immune cells because it puts the brain into a lower stimulated state. So essentially it's putting you more into a meditative state. When we're on our cell phones, when we're looking at TV, when we're you know, multitasking multiple things at work, we are in a very high stimulated brain state. Our brain is stimulated, functioning. We're at that peak performance kind of feeling, but we aren't designed to be at that peak feeling all the time. And if we are, and we aren't allowing space to slow down and to focus on one thing, it affects our health, not just our mental and emotional health. Our physical health starts to get 
jeopardized. It starts to lose its power. You know, our immune system starts to decrease. So just by creating a journaling practice every day, start with five minutes, then go to 10 minutes, then go to 15 minutes. For me, I do it by pages. So for, for my personal practice, it's three pages a day. I don't care what I write. My goal is to put pen to paper and give myself space to freely feel whatever's going on in my head. And naturally, I start to talk about, you know, my day, what I want to do today, my intention for the day, you know, how I'm feeling compared to yesterday, things like that. So number one, reduces stress. Number two, improves immune system. Okay. Number three, it keeps your memory sharp. There's a lot of studies that correlate to journaling and increase of brain cells. And so it's keeping your memory sharp because it's a forced recall. It's asking you to maybe recall and reflect on things from yesterday or things that are currently happening right now, how you're feeling in this present moment. And so when we are um, putting pen to paper and we are writing, it's like a workout for the brain, but it's not going to feel sore. You know, it's not going to feel sore. Like after going to a class in school or, you know, think overthinking to the point of getting a headache. It, it is something that naturally works the brain out because it's like, it's like cleaning house. We're sorting out our thoughts. We're putting them on paper and we're, having, we're being a little bit more, um, intentional about what we're writing because it's going through this additional filter. Like we can think and think and think and think and think, but by the time we put pen to paper, we aren't going to be writing down every single thought that comes to us because we can't write that fast. So it keeps your memory sharp is number three. Number four is it boosts your mood, your overall emotional, mental well-being. It boosts your mood. If you want a little sunshine in your life, start journaling. Okay. And you can start. Um, I also want to keep this in mind. If you're listening to this, if you follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Low Show, send me a DM with the word intentions, and I will send you back an easy um, prompt with just a couple starters to help you with your journaling practice and setting those intentions for your day. Okay. So it boosts your mood, number four. Number five, it connects you to your emotional needs and strengthens your emotional processing. Have you ever had that frustrating feeling of like, I don't feel well, I'm annoyed, pissed off, but I don't know what I need either. <laughs> it's like this, like going in circles, having a need, but not knowing what it is. So it's impossible to meet it. If you create a journaling practice where you just sit down and mind dump and put pen to paper, You will become more in tune with the desires that you have, with the needs that you have, with the things that you like, the things that you don't. And overall, your emotional intelligence starts to increase and it starts to strengthen. You know, it helps the brain regulate the emotions as well when we are writing it out because we're able to see them. We're able to see what's coming up for us. Um, And it also gives us a greater sense of confidence. You know, when we are able to see it, we're able to understand ourselves. And when we know ourselves, we can trust ourselves. And we can trust ourselves, our confidence goes up. You know, even the smallest of things, if we say we're going to do something and we do it, our confidence goes up. But if we say we're going to do something and we don't, our confidence goes down because there's a part of us that feels like we let ourselves down. So those are five ways, scientifically proven studies that journaling can improve your life. Um, So just a little refresher. Number one, it reduces stress. Number two, it improves your immune system. Number three, it keeps your memory sharp. Number four, it 
boosts your mood. And number five, it connects you to your emotional needs and strengthens your emotional processing. So those are five ways that journaling helps. I mean, and this is also a big philosophy for me in my life and every area of my life, being a former procrastinator, former uh, perfectionist, where it would like debilitate me. I would be in this analysis paralysis that I would think about all these things I wanted to do, but I wouldn't take action on it. Or by the time I was willing to do it is like it was too late or like an hour before. It was like this chaotic last minute thing happening all the time in my life. And so journaling has also helped me be more organized with my time. And something that I do um, after I just do like the morning dump, you know, I don't, <laughs> sounds really funny, the morning journaling dump. <laughs> um, what I do is I'll look at my calendar and I'll see, okay, well, what do I got going on today? Right? What calls do I have? You know, maybe it's, you know, how you're managing the home or things that you have going on at work. Um, but I create the top three. What are the top three things that are important to me to complete today? Like, what are the top three things that at the end of the day, when I lay my head down on my pillow, I could say, "Mm, I'm proud of myself. And the thing with this is not getting crazy with it, right? Don't create these top three big, huge things where you make it this like really difficult thing to make yourself proud. You know, sometimes for me, it's like fold my laundry, (laughs) folding my laundry creates a huge amount of confidence for me because I'm not a naturally organized person with my space. It takes, I don't enjoy it at all, but I always, always enjoy the feeling of having a clean space afterwards. Okay. You know, maybe it's drinking three big cups of water. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's calling back that friend that you've been thinking about calling, but you haven't, you know, there's so many different things that can come to mind. But when we limit it, I'm going to say cap, limit it. When we cap it at top three things, then it can be attainable, right? And so even if you open your journal and you're only like writing out the things that you need to do, if that's what's on your mind, then allow it to be what goes on the paper. One of the biggest things that we strengthen when we're journaling, in my opinion, is the remove the removal of judgment. We start removing self-judgment when we can allow our thoughts to freely flow from our mind through our hand onto the paper. Because if we are really self-critical and self-judgmental towards ourself, you can even find that you are judging yourself for what you are writing. And when you notice that, write it. Be like, you know, I just realized I felt self-conscious about what I was writing and I don't know why I'm feeling that way. And then you get to affirm to yourself, like imagine it being a little girl that's writing and she's like, I'm embarrassed because I wrote this in my journal. You would tell her, like I would tell her, that's your journal, babe. You're allowed to write whatever you want. Take up space, you know, and you can use that affirmation while journaling to help, to help you is I'm allowed to take up space and time. I'm allowed to write anything that comes to mind. All emotions are acceptable. All emotions are acceptable. I will hold space for any thoughts and emotions that come to my mind. I am. And that's a beautiful way to start journaling too, is just simply I am and just allow whatever comes through. I am feeling this. I am. And you can even give yourself acknowledgements. Like I am proud of myself for blank. I am grateful for blank today. Blank has really been on my mind. Allow yourself to free flow and write. Start with one page a day, or maybe for you, it's a timer, set a five minute timer, whatever it is you need to do to start. 
but don't wait to feel ready to start because you're never going to feel ready to do something you haven't done or you're not in a routine of doing, okay? You know, and maybe make it a thing. Go get yourself a nice journal. Dedicate that journal to be your self-love journal, to be your judgment-free mind dump journal, okay? Judgment-free being the keyword here. So yes, 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 yes. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Joyfully You Podcast, all about journaling. You know, this is also the first thing we do in Glow Self Love Mastermind. Glow Mastermind doors are officially closed, you know, so there's going to be another round starting in about five to six months. But as of right now, this first group, this cohort, this sisterhood of women, the doors are closed. And we are having our first group call this evening, and I'm so excited. I know this evening doesn't quite make sense when we're listening to podcasts because podcasts are timeless, but I just wanted to give you a little insight as, you know, for my group coaching program, the self-love coaching program, the first thing we do is establishing a journaling practice, establishing mindfulness throughout our day, and starting to get intimate with our own thoughts and feelings. Because a lot of the times as we grow old, You know, we're told to get serious, get to work, stop playing around, stop messing around, don't be so emotional, right? All of these very masculine things. And what ends up happening is we tell our little self, the the little child that still very much lives within you, you know, hey, shut up, go sit in the corner, I got work to do. And so a part of journaling for me is welcoming, welcoming back that tenderness of a child of just allowing curiosity, allowing thoughts to be acceptable, allowing space for her without trying to shove her in the corner, you know, giving yourself that space. And even if you feel totally silly, that's okay. And that's normal. Remember judgment free mind dump. Okay. And if you guys aren't following me on Instagram, I have Instagram stories that I'm sharing every single day, um, at Kelsey Wait, no, at Kelsey <laughs> um, on Instagram. And I'll put the link down there. If you send me a DM with the word intentions, I will send you right back a little PDF that you can access right away. That has just a couple little sentence starters to help you with journaling. If you're wanting a little bit of a guide. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you know someone that needs to start journaling, or if you have a friend that you want to have accountability buddy with, or something that you want to start a journaling practice with, maybe someone that lives in your house, send this to them, go send them the link and they can check it out. Um, and if you love this episode and you follow me on Instagram, take a screenshot, post it to your story and tag me and I will repost it and connect with you. Okay. I love you guys so much. I hope you have an amazing day and go get yourself a journal. And if you have a bunch of journals, crack it open, put pen to paper, judgment-free mind dump. Okay. We got to start somewhere. There's so many benefits and it's free. (laughs) It costs you nothing except 10 minutes of your morning. Okay. So protect those mornings, avoid using your cell phone and create that safe space for yourself so you can thrive. So you can start to build your confidence, build your sense of power, build your emotion, emotional intelligence. Okay. So I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will catch you on the next episode.